Welcome to the San Diego News Fix Name Drop Edition. I'm Christy Totten. On Name Drop, we introduce you to fascinating people in, around, and from San Diego. My guest today is Ann Mahler. Anne is the Vice President of Marketing at Soapy Joe's Car Washes. She's in charge of bringing new ideas and making the experience fun. This summer, she created an NFT scavenger hunt for customers, which is pretty impressive. In this interview, we talk about bringing creativity to your job, about focusing on mindfulness, and about what makes San Diego such an amazing place to live. Here's our conversation. Well, Anne, thank you so much for joining me. You're the VP of Marketing at Soapy Joe's. Anybody that lives in San Diego County is definitely familiar with Soapy Joe's. Um, Can you tell me a little more about your career? How did you get to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like I've had the very good fortune of my career from a timing perspective, aligning to the emergence of digital marketing. So it's been a really fun ride. And I would say the name of the game along the way has really been to keep learning and, you know, really just keep evolving as the digital landscape does. So, um, you know, thinking way back, I am not native to San Diego. I came from the Midwest and my career really started after um, spending some time in St. Louis. I was a fan of St. Louis Bread Company, which owns Panera Bread. And I started in the QSR segment with Panera Bread and moved to San Diego with them to expand on the West Coast. So I've got plenty of multi-unit, high growth, high volume kind of uh, unit experience, which has led me to Sophie Joe's. Um, but over the years, you know, I was really fortunate to work for several different um, software companies. So really working with B2B lead generation and online um, sales, direct to consumer sales through web mechanisms uh, of all different types. So, um, and then really came back to the QSR segment again and working for some of San Diego's greatest uh, companies, Qdoba, Visa V, Jack in the Box, and then finally here with Soapy Joe's. So really making use throughout my career of, you know, the emergence of digital marketing, digital technologies to acquire and attract and keep uh, customers and and really develop a great fan base for um, some of those great companies that I've had the good fortune to work for. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, especially in your current job, I think that Soapy Joe's has a much higher profile, a lot more name recognition, you know, than your typical um, car wash. And, you know, I've, I've seen teenagers wearing shirts of Soapy Joe's. You definitely have a fan base out there. I know recently you did your NFT scavenger hunt. Um, like that's that's pretty creative. How have you gone about trying to innovate and, and what are some of the most exciting projects you've worked on? Right. I think for me, what really leads to innovation is having a company where the creative imperative is very high and expectations are very high. And it's fun to rise to those and challenge yourself and go beyond what you even thought possible. Um, A lot of times, just on a very functional level, the creativity comes to me personally when you're not literally sitting at the desk in the seat doing the thing. It's when you're inspired by others that you see out in the community in ways that are meaningful to you. And when you can kind of start to overlap those things that are interesting, if it's compelling to me, focus group of one, it may be compelling to somebody else too. And then, you know, all the business needs that you just have that back plane knowledge of, oh, I need to address this, that, or the other, depending on what business cycle you're in. So really for me, it's kind of that left brain, right brain coming together. And, you know, frequently I find that we've got a lot of ideas kind of in the hopper and it's just not the right moment to execute. So 
on top of staying creative and being out in the community and experiencing all that San Diego has to offer, which you know gives that creative juice, it's finding the right moment to go to market with it that really makes the idea come to life and, and not just be a good idea for the sake of a good idea because, you know, that's fun, but <laughs> it doesn't work to drive the business. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I find that has been really uh, critical to, you know, my success is making sure that you have enough time to have free space and to do that creative thinking. Yeah, I love that. I can relate. And I've been wondering recently how I can do better. I mean, I agree, it doesn't really happen when you're chained to a desk, you know, for many hours. So how do you jog your creativity? Yeah, I, you know, some of the, the things are just referencing, you know, prior activations that, that we didn't even get to market. I mean, I'm thinking in particular, I was really inspired working for Qdoba, um, really, really high creative imperative there as well. And there was one agency that we worked with that was really great at coming up with those experiential ideas and the stuff they came up with, it was like mind boggling to me at the time. And that has always been that kind of gold standard on, on just like go farther go beyond because in a world where it's so saturated with media you've got to do something arresting to really catch anybody's attention and you know knowing that there's that backplane and people out there who are willing to take that risk it was really invigorating and exciting and like we can do that too there you know, anyone can do this and it, it's been really freeing to know that there's that creative latitude you know expected in a lot of businesses and appreciated by customers and fans also Will you tell me more about the NFT scavenger hunt? I know that it was launched this summer. Is it still going on and how does it work? It is still going on. So the NFTs are part of a multi-layered uh, prize strategy that we have for our summer passport program. And in essence, we're incentivizing our car wash members to go to multiple Soapy Joe's sites. And when they hit a prize threshold, they're receiving not only Soapy Joe's swag, but also their NFTs. And it, it's a real nod to our fan base and their love for our air fresheners, which already exists. So with this NFT scavenger hunt uh, for the summer, we created uh, air fresheners that are reflective of the different neighborhoods in which our car washes are. So in a different twist from our normal air freshener, which is a soapy character, they're really something of pride for all these different neighborhoods. So we've created these great artworks with a great local artist and are incentivizing people to go and collect them. When it comes to the NFT portion, what's really exciting is we are sending out NFTs to our members when they hit those prize thresholds that, are, that match the exact locations that they visited. So these NFT collections that are these digital collectible tokens that our members are, are now uh, being awarded match their specific journey with Soapy Joe's. And it was really a big learning curve for us in working with NFTs. I do not have a crypto background or a metaverse background. So this is one of those moments where like we're innovative, but we're learning too. <laughs> you know? We're learning as we go. Um, and I think it's important to realize, you know, that, that that's true for people who are entering this NFT space and it's new and we don't have all the answers sometimes. Um, but back to my point, one of the things that we really learned is, you know, as you're building an NFT program, it, it's not kind of good enough anymore for a brand just to, um, you know, be out there with the NFT. The imperative is very high to have a community aspect to it or an IRL in real life 
benefit to it. So we really, you know, upped our uh, IQ when it comes to NFTs relating to those different pieces that would make a program compelling. And that's where we really layered on the idea of going to the multiple Sophie Joe sites. Anybody can collect the air fresheners there with the unique artwork, but the member layer, we've got their uh, visits on record with their RFID scans, we've got their emails, and we're able to interact with them in that additional layer to get them these prizes, to get them those NFTs that reflect those scans that we're capturing on the back end. So it's a really multi-layered program and the response from the community, aside from the nuts and bolts of how it's working has been phenomenal. And we're just so, so thrilled that people are receptive to it. They are welcoming of it and they are playing along in droves. I mean, thousands <laughs> of people. It, it's, it's way surpassed my expectations. That is awesome. Um, I mean, it is a really fun idea. I feel like as adults, as driving age individuals, we don't have enough scavenger hunts. We don't have a lot enough, enough like collect them all opportunities. So I can definitely see the appeal and and the neighborhood specific stuff. We you know we know San Diego loves that. Um, uh, oh, did you want to say something? Sorry. You should see the responses from our our fans. I mean, they're telling us things like, oh, we planned our whole weekend around this and my son and I plotted our route and we're doing this together. You know, <laughs> it's the last hurrah before school starts or things of that nature. So, you know, people are really sharing not only they're like, yeah, yeah, I got my prize and kind of picture with their prizes, but, you know, lining up the air fresheners on their dashboards and, and posting social posts about that. And it, it's just really gratifying to see that people enjoy the thing you've built. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you just a general question about car washes. Like, what is the state of car washes today? How is the industry changing? I mean, just from a person who buys car washes, I don't think a whole lot about it, but I'm sure that you do, you know, and I'm sure that there there is actually a lot going on that we don't realize. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the car wash industry is really dynamic and there's a, a lot going on. There's a lot of innovation, especially when it comes to things like being eco-friendly and eco-conscious. There's a lot of opportunity for us as an industry to, you know, make sure that we're keeping up with and beating and exceeding expectations on things like water reclamation. Uh, we've even taken steps at Soapy Joe's to go above and beyond. Uh, and we're part of things like a water savers program. So I I think there's a lot that can be done and I, I um, would encourage consumers to know that we're really keeping an eye on things like water use, um, eco-friendly soaps. Um, and as I was starting to say at Soapy Joe's, we even took steps with our air fresheners to make sure that the wrappers are biodegradable, that the component pieces within are friendly for the environment. So you know, the, the state of the car washes is definitely evolving. There's a lot of movement and it's really fun, dynamic, um, high volume industry to be part of. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have a few lightning round questions for you, um, just kind of off the wall, but my first one is what is your favorite air freshener scent? Well, I, I definitely <laughs> love the Soapy Joe's Signature scent, it's like a yuzu sweet citrus, but I have to say the first year I started, my favorite scent is the pumpkin spice latte air freshener that we came up with. It was limited edition and we only did it one month and it was definitely a love-hate response from, uh, <laughs> from our customers. So that personally is my favorite, is the one-time only, one-month pumpkin spice latte air freshener scent from Soapy Joe's. That is amazing. Yeah, I can see that being divisive, but you know, also well-loved. Um, 
what what are your hobbies well I've got three young kids so I do a lot of um hanging out with my kids they are really at an age where it's really fun to kind of do all the fun um things that you would think of from your childhood but now through the eyes of my own kids um so I do a lot of things with them but on a personal level I really enjoy doing yoga um that's one of the big you know, loves in my life, I would say, um, and anything creative around the house. I really love interior design, cooking, landscape architecture and design. And I mean, just being outside, my husband laughs at me. I'm out there, you know, randomly chopping down the tree limbs off the tree. So it looks better and more symmetrical in our front yard, but <laughs> kind of anything that hits that creative juices. Um, I, I really like to feather my nest and, um, get creative. Yeah. Did you have a lot of pandemic projects around the house? Oh my gosh. I spent a lot of time watercoloring with my daughter and also doing collages. That was kind of our pandemic um, art project inspiration. Awesome. Um, what is the first concert you ever saw? Oh my gosh. Embarrassing. I think Amy Grant back in Iowa City, Iowa. <laughs> Why is that embarrassing? <laughs> yeah yeah okay that just, like Alabama from the Iowa State Fair these are good yeah yeah <laughs> um let's see describe your perfect San Diego day perfect San Diego day sleeping in a little bit but not too much because I'm an early bird um, definitely going somewhere fun for breakfast. We really love Sugar and Scribe up in uh, the La Jolla area or Black Market Bakery a little bit closer to home. So getting something super yummy um, and then doing some sort of outdoor outing with my kids. We love going to the beach, um, mini golf. There's a great new one at Liberty Station that, that we've been um, frequenting. So something like that. And then honestly coming home and crashing out and kind of relaxing all the rules and letting everybody have a device if they want one, which means I get to relax too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that sounds, that sounds awesome. Um, what is a, a goal of yours, something that you have um, yet to accomplish? That is a great question. The things that come to mind are like house projects. So yeah. <laughs> I'm completing my honey-do list. It always seems to be evolving. Um, I'm not very fast at this lightning round question. Oh, I? it's okay. You know, I think yours is fine. As you said yeah. that, I, I I need to clean out my closet and it's been on my list for quite a while. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Just boxes that need to be checked. Yes, yes. Um, okay. Well, I mean, you, you have already done so much in your career, you know, working in the space you are now working in restaurants, um, working in software, as you mentioned, you know, what are, what are some of the things you, you hope the future holds for you in terms of your career? Well, I think it would be really interesting to stay involved with people who are entering the workforce and helping mentor them along. It's so fun to see the frame of reference as the younger generations are entering the workforce. And just really that keeps my frame of reference fresh and young and, you know, are, um, relevant to all the emerging trends, which I think is so, so important in marketing. So I think what I would love to see um, is really continuing to embrace incoming professionals. And then, you know, just in terms of a, a really functional piece for marketing, 
you know, really figuring out how we can make the influencer space and all the creator space meaningful to the car wash industry. So that's one kind of short-term nut we're really looking to crack at Soapy Joe's. And so I'm hoping that, you know, I'm able to, to answer that in terms of additional things I can add into my career is, is really making that emerging space relevant and useful for that business purpose that, that we're trying to achieve. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned keeping in touch with younger people to understand the trends of the day. Do you have any other tips on that? Uh, just, you know, keeping up with, with what's new and, and what's relevant? I, you know, for me, I am always like collecting a file of ideas. And I mentioned that earlier, that you're, and half of them are bad, half of them are good, and, you know, 10% get into market. But I think just keeping the aperture wide on what you consider or what you would consider and that way you're collecting the most ideas and, and most research in that sense as possible. That, that would be my biggest tip is don't self-edit too early hmm. and consider something a throwaway idea that, that may have legs. I mean, yeah. I'm taking screenshots of things I see all night long. Those random things that appeal to you at 1030 at night may be totally different than 1030 in the morning. And I think both are equally relevant to future possibilities. Mm, yeah, that's that's good advice. Do you have um, a mentor? I don't have a formal mentor, but I have someone that I work with that like continually challenges me, and it's really turned out to be a, a really great thing for my career and on a personal level as well. So, um, yeah, I've got someone who is just very um, adroit with their observations with their business savvy, but also the interplay with like psychology and the softer side of life and mindfulness and bringing those two things together. Um, you know, it, it's not always my go-to. I, I like, I'm very type A, I have an agenda, I want things done. <laughs> and to have this person who is always there saying, yes, but what about these other pieces? How do you stay plugged in has been very meaningful and beneficial to, to this stage of my career, so. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, you work in mindfulness, you know, to your, to your routine and that other side that you were saying doesn't necessarily come as naturally. Right. right. So, I mean, it, it really shows up in little ways and, you know, for me, part of the, the thing that I'm really focused on is creating a positive culture on my team. But for me, that isn't necessarily, you know, beer pong on Fridays and some of those kind of more fun things that used to be uh, associated with the word culture, maybe pre-pandemic when we were all in offices and there was really a, a kind of tangible and tactile way we were building culture. But what I'm really trying to do on my team today is, is build that psychological safety and it's okay to be yourself. We're not all perfect you know, maybe I got to go today because I have three kids and, you know, I need to leave early. And I just want to have a team where we are safe enough with each other that we can say those things. And I just need some time today with my kids. I, I can't make it all work. Um, and, and bringing that side of mindfulness into the team environment. So for me, that's when I'm thinking about culture on my team. Can you be your authentic self? Can you, you know, be honest when you may want to have obfuscated something and really creating an environment where like that's okay so that's kind of the approach i'm trying to take to mindfulness in a business setting 
Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, do you see the industry or just business, you know, changing as a whole? I think that before the pandemic, we didn't have conversations like that as much about self-care, you know, and about about workplace flexibility. Um, I mean, you know, as a as a business leader, do do you see that becoming more popular? Yes, I I do see it becoming more popular. Um, I think that it's gonna it's gonna be all about flexibility and understanding how those needs change. I think the conversation is open now and not just open, but established. And I don't think it's going away. I don't think we're going back in any sense. But I think, you know, as with the marketing discipline, which is my my main area, you know, you just can never rest on your laurels and assume that your workforce today wants what they even wanted six months ago. So staying plugged in, asking frequently, being prepared to do something about the feedback that you actually get. You know, it, it stops being meaningful if you're asking, if you're not willing to act on it. So for me, that continuous improvement and feedback loop is really what would signal um, success in, in that way. Uh, well, final question for you is, what is the best um, advice you've ever gotten? And what is the best advice you have to give? I think best advice I've ever gotten is just be present. And I mean, for me that I'm thinking in terms of both my personal life with my family, with my children, with my friends, and then at work too. And it's so simple, but I, you know, I mentioned earlier, I am a very big lover of yoga and, you know, some of those mantras, it's simple. I am here. And, and just, are you listening to what they're saying and not anticipating your response and just being present? Um, and I say that as the best advice I've given or gotten because it's hard for me. It's hard <laughs> to be present. You know, my mind's thinking of a million other things. And I think that's what makes that advice to me so powerful is it's something simple. You can apply it in so many different areas of your life, but it actually is very challenging to do. Definitely. <laughs> um, if, gosh, as far as the best advice I've given, it, it would be hard to know and put myself in the shoes uh, of those recipients of the information, but I hope that it's be yourself and bring your authentic self. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always good advice. Again, um, you know, sometimes a little intimidating or, or harder to do, but always worth, worth the effort. It's hard to do. I mean, it's, it's as hard to tell my 10 year old son to do that at school as it is you know, a colleague who may be having an up or down day and it's like, it's okay. You just have to be yourself. And that is the best you can do. Yeah. Well said. Well, Anne, thank you so much for sharing some of your story and your journey. I, I really do think you're doing something very fun in, in your current job. I look forward to collecting them all, but yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah, thanks. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. Thanks again for listening to the San Diego News Fix, and thank you, Anne, for joining me. If there's someone in town you'd like to learn more about, please get in touch. I'm at christy.totten at sduniontribune.com. See you next time.